Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay. And I'm your host, Brooke Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are talking about horrible bosses. <laughs> oh, and oh boy, are they horrible. They are terrible. <laughs> uh. this, is, uh, this is going to be a everyone's wrong. <laughs> everyone's wrong, but <laughs> being wrong doesn't justify murder. Is what I'm gonna say. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. one of the main wrongs I think is the <laughs> attempt of murder. Yeah, the attempted murder. Attempted murder is bad. We're doing it, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna take a firm stance that attempted murder is bad. We're so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we say some spicy things. <laughs> we actually do sometimes. Yeah, we do actually. <laughs> uh, but for those of you who haven't seen it, the movie is essentially, uh, it follows uh, three friends who have names, but it's Jason Sudeikis, Charlie Day, and, uh, 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 oh, fuck. Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman yeah. I don't, I always want to say um, uh, George Michael or Michael Scott. Uh, uh, yeah, from, <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael, and, yeah. Uh, they all have uh, terrible bosses, mm-hmm. um, each terrible in their own way, mm-hmm. and uh, they decide to, uh, rather than act like any regular human or rational human, they decide to try to murder their bosses to make their lives easier. That which, is that, that is essentially the plot, right? Which is obviously the logical step yep. when you get confronted yeah. <laughs> with conflict. Like how do you <laughs> how do you move an immovable you gotta murder, murder it. it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other explanation. So who would you consider the villains of this okay, movie? Okay, so very clearly the villains are uh, the three bosses. The horrible bosses. Yes, which is uh, Jennifer Aniston, Kevin Spacey, and Colin Farrell. Yes. Uh, yeah, Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Not the first. Uh, for, I was like, yeah. Like, uh, for, one of those Colin for, X. For, 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 for. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like I got uh, confused halfway through. I was yeah. like, is this right? Um, yeah. Um, who are, um, I believe, uh, not defendable people? No. Absolutely not. No, I, they're and I looked, okay, like I really, the only, th- <laughs> I think the only good thing that any of them do is that Kevin Spacey lets Jason Bateman go home when he's sick. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> redeemable thing. It's the only thing that he does that is anywhere close to redeemable. But he had to throw up in front of him yes. and like make it look real gross. Yeah. But I do know some employers that would still be like, all right, pick yourself up by yeah. your bootstraps. <laughs> oh, were you okay? Take five minutes, yeah. clean yourself up and then just come back. To come work. back to the floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, thank you. Your graciousness for yeah. allowing me five minutes to leave. So these are not defendable people. Okay. In my mind, no. nothing no. that they do is defendable. No. Uh, they're trash bags. Okay. But our heroes, and I'm making air quotes right now, yes. uh, our heroes are three people that have horrible, they, these are their bosses, they're absolutely horrible people. Uh, the title says it all. It's, yep. it's very, <laughs> it's very to the point. And their logical conclusion to this is, oh, well, we have to murder them. Yes. Yep. And they're bad people. The world would be better without them. We should just kill them. Yeah. And the 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 justification for 
it all is very thin and oh, oh, and oh, oh, oh yeah buddy like super thin like and this super is this thin. is this is a comedy and you can lead me along and you can get me to believe some pretty crazy things yeah. or accept some some circumstances um but it has to be there you know and at no point, yeah. at no point was I like, like we start off and they're like, well, we've been drinking. We're talking about hating our bosses. Hey, do you ever sit around and, and picture ways that your boss could die? And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm on board. You know, like I'm imagining your life without them. Like I'd love to throw this guy through a window. Okay, sure. This movie, first time I saw it, this time I saw it, it did not bridge that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be, I want to throw my boss out a fucking window, kind of I'm drunk and venting mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. to let's go actually create a plan to commit murder. Like that whole thing I found very disturbing and unrealistic. Well, yeah, because some of them you're like, because everybody has their unique thing that's going on, right? Yes. And we can start breaking down each and each problem. Now, ultimately, to me, the biggest villain is obviously Kevin Spacey. Right? Yes, and both in real life. Well, yes, he is playing himself very <laughs> that, much. And that was actually quite disturbing it was for me this time. chilling this yeah, time yeah, around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're like, oh, no, he is not acting. This is who he is. Um, he's super excessive, right? Like super duper, ex- like gaslighting, manipulative, yeah. insane. That, okay. Yeah, that whole opening scene where he calls Jason Stakis into his, no, this is Bateman, yeah. sorry, Bateman into his office because he's two minutes late at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And he's like caught him and he's like, uh, so you're late? And he goes, well, I may have been a minute late. It's like, well, according to this, you were two minutes late. Are you, does that make you a liar or is the tech guy wrong? It's like, do I have to fire the tech guy? Oh. I was like, oh, this is stressing me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had this conversation with Have somebody. you? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a weird feeling because it's, uh, and we talked about it on our bonus episode for uh, Colossal. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, which is this month, right? Uh, is it this month? What is this month? <laughs> what is time? <laughs> what is the date? Uh, uh, yeah. Tweet at us if you know the date that we recorded this. So <laughs> it, it's this idea of because there's no one else in the room, there's this really weird, awkward power struggle of like, no, you're the crazy one. Like, I'm not insane. Like, I'm very... I am very relaxed. I'm saying everything pretty calmly, actually. Yeah. Uh, but it's this small manipulation of reality that makes the other person think like they're going insane. Yes. Yeah. It's like, and the do you want a drink thing? Oh, the do you want a drink thing? <laughs> like, I I don't agree with it. I think that was, it is actually <laughs> brilliantly written. Like how oh, they, yes. how he is like, do you want a drink? And he goes like, what's well, 8 a.m.? Mm-hmm. He goes, what's the matter? You got a problem with drinking? And he's like, okay, fine. And he has one. He doesn't pour himself one mm-hmm. and then scolds him because it's like 20 year old scotch and he's not going to pour it back. Like it's, and then accuses him of having a drinking problem the rest of the movie. Absolutely. There's no doubt that this man is a fundamentally evil person. Yes. But the jump we make here is, uh, I can barely understand it, is, and he says it at one point. He says, what, I don't want to have to go back to school and start over. That's this guy's worst case scenario (laughs) is to go back to school and start over. I'm like, what a dream. 
What a dream we uh, right? live in. I cannot. And I'm sorry. And, and some of those are very real problems. I'm not trying to diminish. I, and I'm going to get into it. I think Charlie Day's situation is an absolute fucking nightmare. Yep. Uh, and I'm really going to dive into that one because I think I hate when the gender roles are reversed when it's played for laughs. And it's like I do a lot of this is enough. fucking deeply disturbing. Yes. Um, deeply disturbing. And we're going to talk about that. But uh, essentially, you have somebody here that is... Uh, Unwilling, you have three men, three middle, uh, let's say around middle age, a little younger, you know what I mean? Uh, Mid 30 white men complaining about not being able to get another job. (laughs) 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 Yeah. My my heart does not go out to you in this moment. I get it, and it happens to everybody, and I'm not trying to, you know what I mean? But there's something here being said of like, Oh, there you you definitely have another option. The yes. only person that I'm I think is semi defendable is Charlie, and not on the murder front, but on the rest. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got he's been dealt a tough thing. But the the biggest the biggest because the movie tries to acknowledge that right because every logical human being would go absolutely these bosses are horror stories. Yeah, so you must you leave. should quit. Mm-hmm. And that's everyone's first thing is that like, why can't you quit? And the movie goes to quite big extremes to try and explain why they won't. The one thing is they meet that guy that they knew graduated Yale, got a job at Lehman Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, the Lehman Brothers collapse. And now he's like offering to give them hand jobs for $5 because he'll do anything for money. Cause the economy is so bad. Yes. He can't get a job. So that all those guys immediately go, Oh, the economy is so bad and it's so hard to get another job. I can't possibly leave the job I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to murder my bosses. Meanwhile, nobody takes a second to step back and go, yeah, but clearly that guy, not well. He's, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but Like also, that particular guy giving hand jobs in you, sports bars has other things going on than just losing his job. Well, absolutely. And if I was going to pick between giving out hand jobs in a bar and murder... I would that's probably awesome. pick the hand jobs. I don't want to, but I would. <laughs> that's actually a great point that, <laughs> that I didn't think be, of. That would be the choice. You know what I mean? Like if you're just putting those two things up, I'm mm. like, well, I guess I'm guess I'm giving a couple of handies. <laughs> like uh, here we At are. At least I'm contributing to the community. <laughs> yeah, spreading joy, spreading yeah. joy. Somebody's gonna be happy with that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> murder is only. Only bad things yeah. come so from murder. Yeah, so I think Jason's character has the weakest argument in the sense of uh, he, because he says it out loud and acknowledges that the only thing he would really have to do is go back to school and start over again. Yeah, uh, Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman. Oh, fuck, and, dude. And, and you know, when somebody puts that option, you just got to start murdering. Yeah. <laughs> got to get into it. Well, and like Kevin Spacey does threaten him and being like, uh, you're never going to get a good letter of mm-hmm. reference from me. I own you. And you go, yeah, you know what? Uh, I guarantee you other people know who this guy is. And I was just, I was just about to say that as well. There's no way other people in the industry don't know this guy's fucking bananas. Right. There's a good chance you could find another job. And you know what you do? Mm -hmm. You go, uh, and like, I, I get that there's like control and manipulation in this, but if you don't get along with your boss, there's other people you worked with that don't report to him. You know what I mean? Mm. Especially at his level. Like he's he's trying to get a VP job. You know? Yeah, yeah, You yes. go like, okay, so there's another VP 
mm-hmm. at this company who probably can vouch for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like, have to not... be the top. It doesn't have to be the the president of this company. Exactly. Giving it... you a letter of recommendation. And you go, oh, so why'd you leave? This is the interview. And you go, why did you leave that position? They go, well, I just didn't get along real well with the current leadership. We disagreed on a few things and I was looking for other opportunities. And the interviewer goes, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for you. you also, know? if you change this movie to like, we're going to get our bosses fired through like some sort of string of events. Oh, this is much more charming, and I'm very much on your side. Yeah, much, yes. Absolutely. You know we're what gonna, I mean? We're going to frame him for something, and then it can even spiral out of control into the murder, which it does, right? Because yes. Kevin Spacey ends up killing Colin uh, Farrell. Yes. The, Colin F. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Irish one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's talk about... Yeah, I agree. Frame them, get them fired. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just like... If any one of them just had the thought process to put a tape recorder in their pocket early on and not to get a confession of a murder, just like, hey, I'm just going to record my boss talking to me. Which is essentially what Charlie Day does at the end of the movie to get out of his. Which is, yeah, which should have been done point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to talk about, do you want to leave save her for later or uh, no, we can get, do it. yeah we can do let's it now. get into it now okay so jennifer anderson yeah. is the reincarnation of the devil in this movie um what a horrible terrible person okay is sexually assaulting her employee on the daily yes okay on the daily um took pictures of him while he was passed out took his clothes off these these are all assaults all of it is assault 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 okay blackmails him Here's why I think um, uh, Jason uh, Sudeikis' character is the worst. Okay, yep. He is such fucking trash in this movie. And here's why. Because Charlie, okay, comes out and is like, hey, I'm getting assaulted, sexually assaulted at work, okay? Every day. Every day I'm getting sexually assaulted at work. And his answer to that is, why are you complaining just have sex with her. Okay. After being assaulted, if you switch the genders of this, this is horrifying. Immediately. I, yes. Immediately. I, I, yes. Okay. This movie doesn't fly point. Okay. And it's crazy that it does as a man. Like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. crazy that they allowed this weird switch of him to have that attitude. Can you imagine coming to your friend and saying, I've been sexually assaulted. And then you saying, well, it's not assault if you say yes. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. That's bad advice. It's very yeah. bad. And I think this, I think this, the, that the Charlie day, Jennifer Aniston dynamic, um, you nailed it. It's a gender swap problem. So, so, let, let's think this out for a second. So if we switch the genders and it's a male dentist uh, harassing a woman mm-hmm. uh, hygienist, like this this puts you off it immediately. Like everybody's going to get their back up because it's it'd be so uncomfortable. To the point where I feel like more viewers would be like, yeah, murder. Right. <laughs> uh, right. But they swap it so that it's... Um, presumably more palatable. I don't think it is, right? But yes. they go, like, it's Charlie Day reacting to Jennifer Aniston. So She's it, hot, it's, so it's fine. We're going to play it for laughs. Yeah. But then where I think that they get into trouble mm. uh, with this gender swap is the idea of entertaining 
a man murdering a woman then becomes so unpalatable that she's not actually involved in the murder plot all that much. No, because he, he just goes and has sex with her. Right. And it's, it's like a, okay. So it's either, it's gotta be a a guy and we're okay with murdering him Mm -hmm. or it's a woman and we're okay with her sexually assaulting the, uh, an employee. And that's like a, and I, I'm, I'm okay with in quotes there. Right. So that's, that I think is like a thing that this movie tried to tightrope walk. And I don't think, Oh, they didn't it do it. At, they yeah. didn't do it. They fell off. They fell off yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of injuries. The idea of, again, like it's, this is his friend. Yeah. Okay? No, that's, that's cool. Somebody sexually assaults you and then your friend goes and sleeps with them. Yeah. Whoa. Well, and it also shows. Uh, oh, it's so like, and plus his character is so, he's honestly one of my least favorite characters in this whole thing. He hits on any, everybody and anything. This is like his libido gets them into yeah. trouble time and time again. It's such a weird, it's such a weird trait for somebody you're supposed to be rooting for. Yeah. Because I feel like he's the one that got kind of fucked over the most by the boss so his his boss at this chemical you think uh, he got fucked over the most well not the most (laughs) but like but like he enjoyed his job right the the kindly old man who mcdonald sutherland dies Mm -hmm. and the company and and is basically promised like you're gonna take over one day because you're really good at this yeah but what kind of old man doesn't think he's gonna die i don't i don't know who doesn't Put things in place. That's the dumbest plot line. I hate that plot line because like literally if this is a guy that's saying to his employee, you're going to run this company one day. If I'm saying that to you, I already have it in paper. Right. Okay. Like I already have it in writing somewhere. If my son is an absolute human piece of garbage, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I already, I have this down. It's in a safe, it's in a fireproof safe somewhere. My lawyer knows about it. Like it's, it's already sealed. This guy's kind of a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This guy's kind of a dick. Look how he was old. Yeah, I think your son is bald. Yeah, (laughs) you're old. (laughs) Get it in paper, motherfucker. Uh, Yeah, true. I guess especially if you're very concerned about the well-being of your employees, your company, all that kind of stuff. Like you're gonna have. Yeah, you're gonna have shit in place. Not the shit. Okay, this guy didn't give a shit. Okay, as much as he said he did. Fair. Fuck him. (laughs) All right. All right. I do. Yeah, I feel like that's the biggest shift though because like presumably Charlie Day and uh, Jason Bateman have been in this position for a long time yes right whereas this was a sudden shift for him where now all of a sudden he's got to answer to the cokehead uh, asshole son who's trying to fire everybody and but again I feel like there's a few more steps between absolutely going to the media (laughs) I'm not saying any of these things would work but I'm just saying if I had I I don't I think it's because they go there first. You know what I mean? It's like they're very quick to go to like, oh, we should definitely kill these people. Yeah, there's no it's, other. Let's. There's go, no like. We we didn't even update our resume. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we we didn't take a look around. We didn't take a peek. You know what I mean? We didn't look around. Like Charlie Day's character, he can't leave because he has a. Um, He's a registered sex offender yes. because he took a. Uh, piss in a yeah. in a playground. He whipped his dick out in a playground, which is a pretty. It's like there was no kids there. And he's just like I've who puts a playground next to a bar? Like it's all, yeah, yeah. It felt very, uh, always sunny. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It did feel very much. It's always sunny. Um, no, he seems to have the, 
the weakest plot line to me because like I don't root for him. I don't feel for him at all because um, I I think he's just a little bit toned down dick. Like he's he's kind of like Colin Farrell. Yeah, he's a just bit. he's just more toned down and okay? better at his job. He's still like he's still a hound. Like he's still always yeah. running around with the ladies. He assumes his coworkers pregnant when she's not like he's not a nice guy. He leaves his friends hanging all the time for women. Like literally the plot could have ended so much sooner if he had not have slept with Kevin Spacey's wife, who is a known murderer. Yeah. That's not my move. Okay. I'm going to say that. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, not yeah, my yeah. move. I don't show up to a murderer's house for and a surprise then, birthday party and then start fooling around with his wife immediately. Yeah. Yeah. No, it that's doesn't a, matter. That's not a good it move. doesn't matter how hot she is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're here for a mission. And we'll wait because guess yeah. what? He's she's gonna be single. Real yeah, exactly. Soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You are like three days out from Pound Town, my friend. Okay, give it a second. Get a number. Let it marinate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get um, a number. You have, and also he's somebody that will never relinquish control, but always fucks up. Mm. You know what I mean? This sense of like you can't hold on to it. Like I need to have it. Like it's. You know what I mean? Does he drop the phone? Who drops the phone? Uh, he, uh, no, it's not him. It's Charlie Day. I think because they're like doing the, no, because they, I feel like I forget. It's, I think I forget. it's him that drops the phone. Oh, no, because Charlie Day's outside uh, stabbing him with the EpiPen. So you're right. It's Sudeikis that, that drops it. So he drops the phone. And like this guy, oh my God, don't even get me started on the toothbrush up the butt. Ah. Okay. I can't, you're telling me that this guy has his sleeves over his hands so that he won't leave fingerprints anywhere, but decides to put this guy's whole counter up his ass. Yeah. That's the dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb. Well, they're you're terrible, not a smart man. they're terrible at crime, is the other thing, right? Like they're it's- really bad. Like at the, <laughs> at the point at which you go, okay, how do you hire a murderer and you don't know, then you're not suited for this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, don't start with the most challenging crime there is. Yeah, we're you know, a Brava uh, convenience. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, figure out how the system works. Like, you know, like, like you can't go from work a day, Joe job dude to mm. criminal genius overnight. You're not going to pull off a triple homicide. And... <laughs> And their whole thing is like, we'll murder each other bosses so that there's no connection. It's like, what the? F- you are the connection. You, we, the you, three of you sitting together out in public constantly is the connection. Yeah. Oh, you are known to each other? Also, this concept of, and I like, uh, and this is probably maybe a little weird. I think other people do this too, though, where you watch something and you go, okay, if I was going to do this, yeah. this is what I would do. <laughs> okay. Sure. There's no way I'm plotting these close together. They're weeks out from each other. You know what I mean? We're not all oh, slamming this yeah, in the yeah, same yeah, yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, suspicious. Where the same <laughs> homicide detective has to visit every single yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, Very no. suspicious. No, 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 no. This is not a good plan, team. I no. mean, I think the, the concept is that we're supposed to come around to them because they decide that they can't do it. Like, it's not in them to do it. Yes. Right? Which is like, okay, well, these are redeemable people with good qualities. But it's like, um, I feel like... We made too big of a jump too quick, and now uh, you can't pull me back on it. You know what I mean? The fact that you're even plotting, you've you've done this whole thing, you've 
you've gone through all these motions. Of course, it's way better that you decided not to. Okay, yeah. like of course it's you know very good. If or you're whatever. currently sitting in a car listening to this podcast, waiting to ambush your boss. Please just stop. Okay, stop. Take, take a, a take back. a second. All right, you know what I mean. Go get a dog because uh, yeah. that's gonna it's, it's really gonna, gonna help you your out. life. Yeah yeah, 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 it's gonna cheer you up. You're gonna have somebody to come home to every night. It's and, gonna make your life better. And thank you for uh, choosing the villain's right to be a <laughs> podcast of attempted murder. Uh, oh God, <laughs> we appreciate your listeners. But like, uh, there, there's still like. A, there's a there's a large part of intent here where that is yes. the goal for most of this movie, and that's not a redeemable quality in a hero for me. Absolutely not. And intent is the totally proper word because in this movie, if if they had kind of made a an inquisition or or some small step that they they didn't really take that seriously, and then it spirals out of control, and they're mm. kind of trying to stop it. That's kind of one version of this comedy, right? Where, yes. oh, turns out we accidentally hired the hitman or mm-hmm. we got too drunk and we it did something, right? Which is going to result in the murder and now we're kind of trying to stop. But the movie isn't that. The movie is them actually taking concrete steps. Like they go to, they look online and try and hire somebody and they rent a hotel to meet with who they think is a hitman. They, and he's just there to piss off. Yeah, which is wet work. Kind of funny. Uh, yeah. The, then then it's like, well, that didn't work. So they don't go like, you know what? Forget it. Oh, oh my God. Okay, mm-hmm. we're way in our heads. What were we thinking? Then they then go to like a bad part of town to try and like find criminals at a bar, which is like being crazy racist. Uh, oh, dude, that scene was insane. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so this is the first diversity we're seeing in this movie, and it has extremely negative implications. Yes. This isn't good. And they try and, like, they kind of do this thing where it's like the movie's, like, knows it's being racist so they kind of address it but it still comes across as like yeah oh, real this, we still could have just not done this though you know yeah, what i mean like right. it, it wasn't good enough to be like okay we did it and we pointed at it and we're making a point you didn't make that good of a point <laughs> okay <laughs> you didn't make good enough a point to have this scene in here yeah this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. and i like i love jamie Fox. like i love his character in this motherfucking where, jones motherfucker jones, jones and the fact that he's terrible at negotiating and that's like a running thing that's hilarious to me there's some great you know character I mean? beats like, for him yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be five thousand dollars <laughs> we don't have five thousand okay Okay, well, you're going to have to buy me this drink then. That's <laughs> <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. Okay, I love that. I love Jamie Foxx in this. I think he's great and a good add-in as a character. But, like, yeah, we definitely didn't need this whole scene of, like, oh, here, here's a bar and there's no white people in here, so they're criminals. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, yeah. Not, and, I mean, I think that the movie is trying to paint them as, like, listen, these are not good dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to walk that weirdly fine line where you're like, these are not dudes because you need to believe that they are capable of murder. You also have to believe that they're, uh, at the same time to keep them lovable, you need to make them seem so incompetent that you don't think that they're going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. You know, and, and, and to I make think the circumstance, like I think they make, cause they did really pick like, uh, or they did really make these three bosses extremely horrible. Yes. They're each and, an extreme of somebody. And I do like how they're all different. Yes. Bad yes, bosses. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it, like, we've all seen these types toned down. Okay. I yeah. think we've had each of these bosses. I think most people have, but like 
way more toned down of like, oh, okay, like, you know what I mean? Like I had a job where like I would get my ass slapped. Okay, mm. that's, that's you know, Jennifer Aniston's. Uh, obviously, again, super toned down. Yeah. But you know, like we've all had these bosses of like this, you know what I mean? We've all had a manipulative boss of like, oh, well, we really feel like you're not giving the team 110%. We yeah, really do need you work. to come in on Saturday. This is a family. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, can I just like that opening monologue by Jason Bateman's character where he goes like, I've been working, busting my ass off for the last six years, right? Mm. Um, And like this hard work's finally going to pay off and all the rest. Listen, if you're thinking that, if you work for some company, you're like, I just got to put in the hard work. I just got to do it and they're going to reward me. Absolutely fucking not. No. Do not fall for this scam. Uh It is, it is, I think we talked about it on our Office Space episode, but there's this thing where they go, Oh, you want the promotion? You want the raise? Um, we need to see you able to take on a little more responsibility. And then six months later, they go, okay, well, no, you've been doing that as part of your job. So that's not extra responsibility. That's just part of your job. Yeah. We need you to take on extra responsibility. And it's that endless cycle. And they do that. It, it, it doesn't matter how much you love your company. doesn't matter how well you get along with your boss. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking fall for that. Oh, no, dude. That's also, I can't have an office job. I'm not, I am mentally not built for it. People that can contain themselves, my hat is fucking off to you. If you have an office job, you are a saint. Okay, you are a person (laughs) that has the patience of an angel. The villain was right. Salutes, office (laughs) workers. Yes, absolutely, man. Because, like, there's no, I... I have a, like, I have this thing. I short circuit when people tell me what to do yeah. <laughs> and it's not a good quality. Okay. I've had a lot of bosses tell me that I'm one of the best workers they've ever had, but I'm horrible at listening in, in the sense of like, I can't, if I already know what to do and you reinforce that and you tell me again, I can't handle that because I, I believe you're calling me inadequate or dumb or something. I, I'm right. sure, I'm it's sure really some just therapist like... could s- suss this out for me. <laughs> okay. I have no idea exactly what it is, but there's something of like, I, I can't stand that, especially if it's a job I've had for a very long time. And if I have a new manager, then like, right. I like remember to separate the tall and the short uh, glasses and you're like, no fucking shit. Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. I've done. I popped off on a guy once, really hard. I uh, I had this guy. He came up. I think I think I had even been offered the job. Like it was just like, hey, do you want to be the like assistant manager of the servers? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm here to serve. I know what this means. Okay, if somebody asks you to be an assistant manager at a at a restaurant, all this means is you're going to get paid one dollar an hour more for at least one hundred percent more work. Yeah. Okay. And you're not going <laughs> to get the good sections and you're not going to get the good tips. You got to be available to go. Yeah. Cover you got to be the, gotta the manager. This. Right. And yeah. like, I just have this thing because especially in jobs like that, where it's kind of like everybody's in similar positions, mm. like you have one person that is the assistant manager, quote unquote, but that basically just means if there's a dispute between workers, they have to deal with that and you make the schedule. Yeah. But right. otherwise counting you're the, t- the deposit at yeah, the end yeah, yeah. of the night or something like Most that. Most of yeah. the time you, you, me, we're all the same, whatever. And this guy came in and was like, and I'm folding. So if, I, and this is the other thing, if I'm already doing something, <laughs> and you're doing nothing and you tell me to do mm. something, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> and he came in the back and I was folding and he's like, Hey, um, so after that, would you mind doing the garbages? 
And I told him, I was like, the day you became manager did not magically become my first fucking day on this job. I know what I'm doing. I'm folding right now. What are you doing right now? I was like, are you just walking around telling people what to do? Why don't you go do the fucking garbage? <laughs> Which again, probably an overreaction. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Definitely oh, an overreaction. But I had had my last straw on that one. And it's just like this, this concept of people, when they get a little title, they think that, that it means the world is different now. Yeah. Like I'm going to change this workplace. And it's like, well... This has been ticking along for a really long time, okay? You're not gonna get anybody to change their habits. And this incessant need to push your power on people. Yeah. You, you know well, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I know. You're not doing anything, but you need to tell somebody what to do. Gross, gross, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hire me. <laughs> oh, I'm a fucking nightmare, uh, dude, I'm a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you do well in an office. No, 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 no. My biggest problem was obviously working in an office didn't work out for me either. Uh, but like my biggest thing is like always just I think people like you and I, what we have is we've got a sense of humor. And I don't mean that in like we laugh really well or mm. easily or anything like that. It's we have this like sixth sense. I describe it as being able to see ghosts, right? Where you go. Is anyone else seeing that? Yeah. yeah Does yeah, anybody yeah. else see this right now? <laughs> and then joking's the only, like, so you notice details, you notice absurdity, you notice hypocrisy, you notice all mm -hmm. these things in the world that we live in. And there's nothing, no one else sees it. And the only way that you can get people to acknowledge it is by making a joke about it, right? You go like, Oh, you fuckers seeing how these lights are turning on and off by themselves? Everyone noticed? And you ever noticed <laughs> <laughs> how when you turn off all the lights, it sounds like there's chains riding around? And everyone else goes like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. And working in an office or working in like a bad work mm -hmm. situation like that is like nails on a chalkboard for us because you see it all. Nobody else does. And you think, am I fucking insane? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I feel like I'm in the Matrix. Yes, that's my thing. Is every time it's I'm like in reality's those... gaslighting you. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm like this can't be real. I'm in the wrong yeah. universe. There is no way this is how we do this. Yeah! Think about this for one goddamn second. Oh I had, my I, god, the policies. Oh yeah, I had I this. I'm very proud of this. At one point, we had a policy at my old job where the um, the process literally was you needed to print out a sheet of paper. And then you put it in a folder and then you had to mail that folder to the other office. That was the process because like the other office needed to do something, but we were the one that got the piece of paper. And I took that to my boss and I was just like, look, <laughs> <laughs> is we're this all reasonable people here. <laughs> is this not the dumbest process in the world? Why don't I email them the form? Mm -hmm. Or hell, why don't they get the form instead of me and they can create the new folder in their office? And they go, that's actually really smart. I was like, of course it is. How did nobody else think of this? Like, how is that? You know, anyway. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, horrible bosses are not an excuse for murders. <laughs> no. 
It's, oh God. And again, so loose some of the reasons. Charlie Day's the only one where I'm like, okay, like, and, and not an excuse for murder, but I think he's in the worst position. He's, he's yes, he's in a very tough situation. He's between a rock and a hard place. Um, Which okay. he maneuvers out of very easily at the end of the movie. Just as a matter <laughs> of course. Yes, just like, yeah. okay, I'm going to do the same thing she did to me, essentially. I'm going to set up a camera. I'm going to get some shots of us, and here we are. You blackmail me, I'm going to blackmail you. Yeah, and he gets a nice honeymoon for out of it and like and all the rest. Yeah, you're not going to do this anymore to me. Yeah. So I know you've already stated that you hate Sudeikis' character. Ugh. I will say the one thing that justifies it a little bit, his decision to try and murder, is uh, <laughs> Colin Farrell's character mm -hmm. tells him that they work for a chemical company yes. and he's like, I'm going to switch to this cheaper chemical disposal thing because mm -hmm. they're going to take it for half the price. And Sudeikis says, yeah, but your dad chose the more expensive one because they they deal with the chemical waste in a socially responsible way. And if you go with these other people, they're just going to dump it somewhere in the third world and poison hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. And he goes, it's a throwaway line, but he kind of says like, oh, if I murder him, I'm actually saving hundreds of lives or whatever. Well, yeah, but he doesn't even, he doesn't know that for sure. This is like some sort of self-justification. You is think like, so? I do. I think in the back, like this is his reasoning that makes him a good person, but it really truly doesn't seem to be the That's, real motivator. The yeah. motivator is that he hates him. Yeah, that he thinks he's his, a trash bag. Making his life more difficult personally. Yes, because if, if it was solely the case of like, okay, we're really worried about these chemicals, like we wouldn't have these scenes of like him having like an orgy in the office and us seeing that. Like, it's mm -hmm. just like, it's it's more than that. It's a hate of the character, not just like, oh, well, like I'm trying to save a bunch of people. That's just his, like his justification. Yeah. To, for himself to be able to go to bed at night, I think. Yeah, that's mind. true. That's true. Because there's other levels here, like stage a walkout. Okay, you know what I mean. Get get some of your local media on the horn. I'm not saying it's going to change anything, but you could take a couple of steps before this. Before we go, hey, maybe murder. You're, you're absolutely like, right. Because clearly there was someone that put him in charge, right? I think they said the family. Yes. So they put him so, in charge. So there's a there's a sort of a body you could appeal to. Yeah, there's either a wife or a sister. There's somebody here that has put this person in place or a lawyer or something somewhere where you can look into and go, hey, just so you know, this is the case of this. Um, I know your your dad or your husband or whoever uh, would not agree with this. Yeah. Let's step in. And even if you want to go a little more sleazy on it, you just anonymous tip that this guy's got 20 grand worth of cocaine. In yes. His house. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, hundred percent. This guy's going to jail. Who do we need to run the company while he's in jail? Oh my god! The dad died. The son's in jail. Uh, the head accountant, the guy who knows all the books, the guy who knows what's going on. Dude, that's such a money play. Absolutely. Yeah. You know he has cocaine in the office. Yes. You could literally just call them into the office because especially like I I imagine there's some chemical safety authority that would be very upset that managers and things are high on drugs while distributing dangerous chemicals. 
Well, yeah, and just, it's America. I don't think you're allowed to be high on cocaine. Like, I think that's a really big deal to some of these officers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You should have just called them in for the cocaine. Because, like, all of these people do bad things, and as long as you catch them doing the bad things, then you can you can completely get what you want out of life. But all of these guys jump to this insane route of, like... Murder. uh, Murder, which is... Funny because it's like uh, there's one point where Kevin Spacey's character um, touches peanuts and they find that he's allergic to peanuts and Charlie Day saves him. Right. Yeah. And they're all in the car and there's like this feeling of like they really are mad at Charlie for saving him. Mm hmm which is an insane state of mind because that should have probably been the moment where they've been like we're going too far. We I thank God he's still alive. Right, you like know a, what I mean. A man, like, a man would have died. A man would have died. We, you can start feeling the severity of your decisions. You can start feeling the heaviness, but none of that happens through mad at Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like he is unfairly uh, targeted in most of their like anger. I was like, "What are you complaining about? Your your boss just sexually harasses you." And you're like, "What are you talking? What? Like you you revived a guy by giving him an epipen? Come on, man! Like, yeah, yeah. it's just like this kid. Uh, yeah. So I think if that maybe even had been the turning moment again, another good place for some good character development. Yeah, of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now we realize what this is. Um, not when they're all alone and by themselves, and they're like, okay, like this is." clearly fucked up but they don't realize that until they're all separated these guys all amp each other up in their assholeness Mm. okay like they feed upon each other and then it's just like this layering of oh my god why is this escalating so fucking quickly (laughs) it's wrong and it continues to escalate because this movie has a sequel Oh my God! Doesn't yeah? Uh, I haven't seen it myself. But new, like. Well, yeah, <laughs> wasn't wasn't run into the theater for that no, one, no, Craig. No, 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 for no. some reason, could couldn't tell you why. But, <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, uh, this is. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kevin Spacey is. Uh, I, I believe is the biggest villain of this. Well, because he murders somebody. He mo- murders if, if Colin he, Farrell. If he yep. had not murdered him, it would have been Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 yeah it yeah, would have yeah. been and like close. They're close still. Okay, like they're all kind of like holy shit. But uh, Kevin Spacey's character is indefensible. Okay, all of the villains, absolutely, all of the villains in this movie are indefensible. Okay, um, but the actions of the heroes are, in my opinion, indefensible as well. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right, and a murder doesn't make up for a bad boss. Absolutely. Yeah, you go to back to school. <laughs> Just other options. Bartend for a while. Uh, He can afford it. (laughs) Yes. Like, like um, Jason Bateman's character, he has a good job. He's obviously being paid somewhat well. You know what? Like you don't jump from like minimum wage to VP of sales or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy's doing all right. He doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have kids, which like I know we've talked about before is like, that's kind of a mitigating factor for being able to leave a job. Right, where if you got to support people. And that's actually another great point is that if any of these characters had been given dependence, it would have made them more... Not like not good still, but at least you could follow the stream of logic a little better. Yeah, like I need to make this amount of money because otherwise my... 
I can't afford my kids insulin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Something yeah. like, like my, my child needs a new liver yeah, and this yeah. is the United States. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he had like a little bit of a little bit of a good girls vibe to it where it's like, have you watched good girls at all? No, it's like a, it's, it's essentially like a three women who are in desperate times and start committing a lot of crimes for their children. Oh, okay. And it's like, you can kind of, you can kind of get on board. It gives me insane anxiety, but yes, <laughs> I honestly, I can only watch one episode at a time. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. one of those a where I'm like, all right, I need shows. to, yeah, this is well done. Oh, I, need I need to take a nap. I need to take a nap. Take a lap. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. There's so, there's so many things. And like, if you, here's what I realized watching this movie is I think what is very real is the feeling of being trapped by your job. I would agree and, with that. And I'm going to say this is, how they keep you there is fear. Yes. It's fear from losing what you already have. That's why I never have fear. I always have a minimum wage job. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> yeah. And there's, that's a terrible thing to do to people. Like they say that I, I this is a realization I've had over the last couple of days. Cause like people are talking about, well, there was that, um, that uh, company owner in Seattle or whatever who decided a couple of years ago to pay all of his staff 70,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And like some of their salaries doubled. And they saw a follow-up article on that. And they were talking about how everybody was like rooting for him to fail. Not everybody, but like a lot of like people like, well, if you just pay people, then they won't be motivated. Mm -hmm. And what they really found was that people actually were better at their jobs and they spent that extra money to like move closer. So they didn't spend as much time commuting or investing in their health, working out, eating better their time. But one guy lost like 50 pounds. Well, your uh, mental health yeah. is vastly different if you have m- money. It, a- exactly. Not everybody, obviously, you know, painting with a broad brush here. It's, uh, but generally speaking, if you're in a good financial situation, you are way more likely to succeed. Yeah, and you're not worried about getting to... They, they told a story about a guy who was like commuting for like two hours a day mm-hmm. and was terrified that he was going to blow a tire and not being able to afford to replace the tire and he would have lost the job. So he moved to like 15 minutes away from work and started exercising, eating well, eating healthier, all this sort of things. But what really got me was like the, the criticism of like, if you pay people, then they're not going to be motivated to do better. And I realized that I'm sure some people are motivated by money. I have never been. Don't get me wrong. It is nice to be able to cover rent and food mm-hmm. and things like that. But I have never worked harder because more money was going to be given to me. I, mm, for me, it's like a, it's a feeling of, uh, feeling valued. Okay. Right. So if I, cause I've had a couple of jobs where it's like, oh, you get paid a bit more. Or like I had a boss that would like sometimes just tip me. Sure. You know what I mean? At the end of the shift, like, oh, you did a really great job or like I serve these tables, but here take that. I don't feel comfortable taking the tip. You take it, whatever. All that stuff for me just led to more loyalty on my end. Sure, yeah. Where I felt like I'm like, okay, we have a mutual trust here. You are not here to strip every dollar off of me you can. You actually do want to see me succeed. You know that I have this serving job because I need it and I'm a comedian, so you give me a couple extra bucks every once in a while. It just made me love my job more. It made me come in on time. It made me stay a couple extra minutes late if... Oh, if somebody needs it, like I have much more of a team player attitude. 
Yeah. As opposed to just like, no, my shift is done. Fuck off. Because you I'm on feel my time now. Def- you feel like a robot. You feel like you're uh, you're dispensable. You're just a number. Like this facelessness, this idea. It, it it's insane. You should just let these people work from home then. Yeah. Because they'll be more comfortable and they don't have to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, but uh, like, and I, I, I think the the value is exactly what you're talking. Feeling valued. Like, I much rather my entire life. I much rather make twenty dollars doing stand up comedy than two hundred dollars doing a desk job. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, I mean, we're proof of that. We're doing it I, exactly <laughs> right. So it's like I think this insane thing that money is the only thing that motivates people is insanity. So, well, no, it's, and it's, it's a way to create fear that you're going to be losing. You're, you're going to lose that. It's, it's fear of losing what you have as opposed to uh, ambition to achieve mm. more. Well, they've done studies on that. It's not the same for everybody. Money will actually, with certain people, will light up a part of your brain that's the same as like gambling or sure. like uh, playing, a, you know what I mean, a reward in a video game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. There are people, and I believe I might be one of these people because I really am really loosey-goosey, um, that l- can't even, it, it, it's almost like you don't even grasp the concept of money. Because you, you realize that it's just your time you're giving up and you'd rather have your time. Yes. So you're like, what's what's the bare minimum I can do to live but really enjoy myself, Absolutely. have my time, get to do what I want. Freedom is more of a value, but it's like you don't even, your brain just doesn't light up the same way. Yeah, well, and I think, yeah, I agree 100%. Time is money, but everyone gets that wrong. That's always said as like a time is money. Better start working. Oh God. No, no, but realize time is money. Money is time. Like if you spend $5 on something, how much of your time is that? Right? Exactly. Would you rather not live? Would you rather not have that and live simply and and I think we both are yes on that's that. That's so fun because that's actually how I do most of my financial math. Yeah. Is in time. I like, uh, yeah. how much time is this? Because it's the only thing you're not going to get more of. How much time does this save me? It's like if I'm going to, like, say I'm going to build my own website, okay? Yeah. And I know it's going to take me five days for me to build my own website. Or I know it's going to cost me $200 to pay somebody else to do it. I'm, I, I'm looking at those two and I start doing the math and I go, okay, well, that's this much. And that yeah. means that I'm paying myself this much a day. And that's really not that much money. I might as well just give it to somebody else and do something else with that time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I like we getting really, it back to this. We've really gone off on a no, tangent. No, but can, I, I like my, my point is, is that like all of these characters are very fearful of losing their jobs mm. uh, because they're afraid of what's going to be taken away from them. And I just want to kind of go on the record and be like, it'll be fine. Yes. You know, like it, like this for, movie for presents. these men. <laughs> well, yeah. And this movie presents it like, if we lose this, we've got nothing. And I would argue it's just going to be a change. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll, you could you'll get a bartending fine. job. You could, um, you know, mm-hmm. y- you could do something. Other you know, than murder. Other yes, than yes, murder. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely agreed. <laughs> <laughs> murder is wrong. Yeah, that's that's where we were. That's the hill we're dying on today, team. Murder's wrong. Oh, God. Any... Uh, no, I, yeah, I think that's it for me. I can't... I can't... Yeah, we got some uh, work-related just, stuff out. Yeah, I yeah. can't justify the villains. Can't justify the heroes. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah, I think a fun one, though. Yeah. I like to enjoy... I like picking this apart. Um, so, yeah, so time for our definitive rankings of how good the villain was. What do you got? 
Oh my god. Okay. Uh, I've got uh, so bad things that can happen at work. I've got uh, from wage theft to a hostile work environment. Uh, I give them uh, repeated sexual assault and mental manipulation. These people are bad. <laughs> They're bad. They're bad people. There it's you. very bad. Are you doing the? Uh, you're doing the uh, bosses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The bosses. They're all bad. It's is bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've got uh, I've got a somewhat similar scale. Uh, so I've got the employment scale. Uh, so from unpaid internships oh. uh, all the way to the boss who gave that seventy thousand dollars employees. Uh, I'm giving this uh, an employer who required a doctor note to call in sick because we all know why you're doing it but I don't think it's having the effect you think it's having it's just <laughs> making everything worse oh my god uh, yeah so uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week uh, a couple ways you guys can support the podcast oh my god um, hit us up on uh, Facebook Twitter uh, VWR podcast on Twitter um, villain was right on Facebook you can also email us at uh, villain was right at gmail.com if you have any uh movie suggestions uh, a movie you like uh us to check out absolutely email us we look at all the suggestions i believe this was a suggestion it probably it? was yeah, yeah well, i don't yeah. think it was from either of no. us <laughs> uh so we do um your even suggestions if we don't sometimes. think we can defend them we'll yeah do it. sometimes uh, we do it um uh, and uh, so so uh, let us know get in touch and uh we'll we'll try and get back to you on that uh you can also uh, uh yeah hit us up on patreon if you want some yeah. extras um if you're already a patreon thank you so much for doing that uh if you have a couple extra bucks you can throw it our way you can get some extra we've got uh several tiers you can get some extra episodes you can vote on episodes that you would like to see uh, just on the demo. We take your opinion very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what I mean? If you got a dollar, you can shoot it our way and we'll tell you where to buy a hammock in your area. And if you don't get that joke, <laughs> sorry. <hit us> up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't help ourselves. We're horrible. Uh, yeah. And you can also please like and subscribe if you can leave us a one, two sentence review. You guys have been doing that and you've been great at it. We really appreciate it. It helps us move up uh get some more uh listeners our way and now it is time for our hero and villain i'm going to assume that greg and i both have employer stories uh i don't actually (laughs) yeah yeah oh then i'm gonna start (laughs) i'm on theme okay i uh it was really hard for me to pick (laughs) because i was trying to pick my most horrible boss and I've had so many. Uh, I've, I, to be fair, I've had a couple of great bosses that I really enjoyed, really loved them. Uh, and then a couple who asked you to do stuff. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what happened, dude. When I first moved to Toronto, I think I had about a job a month for the first like couple months I was here because the P, the owners here are, bananas. not all of them, but a lot of them. <laughs> Bananas and bananas in a way that I could never understand, right? And I had this one job where uh, it was the same place where they had karaoke every night, and that woman screamed at me. Okay. Uh, so, you know what I mean? A frosty bar, like not the best place to work, but I was mostly doing days. Like, I, that's why I picked the job. It was a breakfast job. Um, <clears throat> the woman that hired me was a real dick, too. <laughs> I liked it because she hired me, but literally, this. I, this blew my mind and I should have said something, but I could, I, at the time I was like, I need this job. I showed up. So they were having open interviews for this breakfast server job. Right. Cause I was doing comedy. I was like, this is perfect. Okay. I can like get up early in the morning, do this, go home, nap, hit some shows. Uh, 
I show up five minutes late for the call time of these interviews. I show up just as they're about to start. The girl comes out, looks at everybody that's already like, they're all these women are in line. Okay. And they're all, you know, a little older than me. Right. And she just looks at me and she goes, we're going to start with you. And I was like, Oh dude. <laughs> oh, that's frosty. And one of the women spoke up and good for her. Cause like, yeah, this yeah. is insane. <laughs> this is an injustice. Most certainly she says to her, she goes, um, excuse me, like we have all been waiting here. This woman just arrived and I agreed. Like I immediately agree. I was like, yes, I did just arrive. Like I, I admitted that I didn't want to like yeah, yeah, yeah. try and like strong arm anybody out of a job. And she goes, no, it's fine. We're still going to start with her and then brought her me back. And like, literally I was, I was hired. I was hired immediately oh, and I was like this. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not good. That's not, that's some frosty shit. Like I couldn't believe it. Uh, to be fair though, I did work in the morning with a woman that was quite a bit older than myself. Oh, okay. So I don't, it wasn't like across the board or anything like that. And I think they were trying to pair her with somebody. Right. Right. Who although she was way faster than me. <laughs> she was, this woman was uh, phenomenal, phenomenal woman. Uh, I, she worked like 18 hours a day. Beautiful person. Anyway, I'm working at this bar and the owner is like, uh, he needs a new assistant manager. And he's like, what it would require. And I needed a bit more money. And he's like, you would have to work two nights a week though. So basically I would work Sunday, Monday night, and then the manager would do the other nights of the week. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> but how he does it is I get paid $1 extra an hour, mm. which brutal, brutal yeah, for yeah, the yeah. amount of work you're taking on. And he would pay it to me in cash. And like, I gotta tell you, dude, if somebody's doing that to you, when they hand you the $40 at the end of your 40 hour work week and you look at it, you're like, there's no way <laughs> what I did this week. <laughs> That's was two bills. Fucking worth it. It was insane, right? This guy was crazy. He would take tips uh, for the kitchen and then pocket them himself. He wouldn't give any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like absolutely insane. Anyway, the first thing this guy gets me to do as the assistant manager is call a woman that is going to sue him because this elderly lady got hit with an umbrella that flew off of one of the tables. And I'm talking to her on the phone. Cause like, I have no, in my mind, I have no choice. He's told me to do this. I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, call her, offer her some gift cards. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I am not qualified <laughs> for any of this. What are you talking about? So I call this woman and she's just like, I just want an apology. Like, I just want him to call me with an apology. I'm like, this man is evil. This guy's the devil. This is insane. Right? So, uh, fast forward, I end up having this job for a full year. Why I quit is in, I cannot to this day, I'm like, I can't believe this happened. Um, I booked as the assistant manager and told the manager about it, but they had switched managers so many times, everybody lost the information. I had booked a charity children's karaoke uh, event on Saturday in the middle of the afternoon, which was our most dead time. Uh, and that was wrong of me. And I should have asked them for a thousand dollar deposit. He called me on my day off to scream at me for 15 minutes. And then at the end of the conversation, I was like, I quit. <laughs> There's no <laughs> fucking way, dude. Good Are for you, you. Out of your mind. Children, sick children. <laughs> Craig. Karaoke. Karaoke. Point. 
parents there making money. And he told the guy that he wasn't doing it. Can you imagine? He was like, we're not doing this. And the guy was like, well, you're going to get bad press. And the guy was, and he was just like, well, you owe me a thousand dollars then. I don't know what to do. And then called me and told me I had to email the guy and tell him he couldn't do it. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. See you later. See ya. See ya. That's a horrible boss. Wow. That's a horrible boss. It's not a, yeah. Top five, I'd say. <laughs> Top five for me. He was the worst. Oh, brutal. Uh, for me, I've got, uh, um, I was inspired by the dentist portion of this. That's what that was happening. Um, so this is this is when I uh, got my wisdom teeth out, right? So what happened was um, when my sisters got theirs out, they were like they were out for like the weekend. They were loopy as shit, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like they went full under all the rest, like just. Re- secluded to their bedroom, like on Tylenol threes with morphine. Mm -hmm. Like, so I had put off getting my wisdom teeth out for so long. And the dentist had always been like, you're going to need to get them out eventually, but no rush. Right. They kind of like come in and like half broken the surface. So finally my dentist is just like, Hey, so you're starting to get a cavity on one of the wisdom teeth. So it's like, we can go in and fix it, but we should just take them out. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to swallow my pride. Like, we're just going to do this. So I show up and they're like, uh, yeah, so just make sure, you know, like, um, don't eat anything before you come in. Um, don't eat anything before you come in. You know, like, t- here's the antibiotics. Take them before all the rest. And then I go, okay, great. Am I going to need somebody to, uh, uh, like, come pick me up? And they're like, no. And I was like, oh, well, like, am I going to need something for the pain? And they're like, well, yeah, you got a prescription uh, for uh, prescription strength uh, ibuprofen. What? Which is just... That's not- nothing. Yeah, it's n- it's 900 milligrams. It's like two extra... Str- like, I take like- that if I have my period. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, Jesus. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, and I was like, this is... So I'm a little nervous at yeah. this point because my sisters were like... Out of their gourds. Out of yeah. their gourds. And uh, I just go in and... Uh, uh, they go, okay, we're just, we're not putting you under. We're just going to put laughing gas on you, right? And if you've never had laughing gas, I highly recommend it. It is the happiest drunk you've ever been. Laughing and, gas. And you, yeah, nitrous oxide. So they just put like oh. a little thing in your, yeah, they just put a little. <laughs> you uh, talk about two, whippets, baby. Yeah, they just put a little, uh, <laughs> they put a little thing in your nose and you just breathe it in, yeah. right? So what happens? I'm like, okay, we'll see I've how this goes. I've done that once. <laughs> so here's where the villainy comes in though is uh, they, so they put the, the thing in my nose and like, okay, just lay here for a minute. Uh, we'll be right back. Mm. And I'm sitting there. So I'm just like laying back in this dentist chair with these tubes up my nose. And I'm like, you know, I'm starting to feel pretty good. I'm mm-hmm. starting to feel real good. And I start like kind of chuckling to myself. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, don't like, you're, they're going to think you're crazy, right? Uh-huh. Don't like, you can't just sit here and laugh. And I'm just like, you know what, man? Like, whatever. It's all good. Like, it's laughing gas, right? They know they know the side effects. They know how that works. So I just kind of, like, gave in it to it for a bit. And I was sitting there being like, <laughs> kind of just, like, laughing out loud, really, like, rolling into it. And I'm like, this is fine. This is what they expect to happen. Yeah. And then the dentist comes in. He goes, all right, let's get the gas turned on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's so, so funny. 
<laughs> so my villain of the week is the placebo effect. It absolutely exists. I felt so good. Uh, and then the wisdom teeth were like, great. And you, but wait, the other thing about laughing gas, they turn the oxygen on and you sober up instantly. It is phenomenal. It is so great. <laughs> Ask your dentist for it. That's so funny, dude. I love that so much. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so great. I love yeah. that. That's oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's it for uh, Heroes and Villains of the Week. Where can people follow you, Yeah, Craig? you can follow me at uh, Craig Fade Comedy on uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, CraigFay.com for show dates. Yeah, and you can follow me at Rebecca Reeds, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-E-D-S at any site of your choosing. You can also uh, find me at uh, RebeccaReeds.com for any show dates and other fun stuff. There's videos and stuff up there if you want to check that out. Um, next week, guys, we're going to be talking about Ratatouille. We're doing another uh, Pixar Disney cartoon. It's going to be so much fun. I love Ratatouille. It's going to be a great episode. So check that out next week. Uh, that's been us from The Villain Was Right reminding you, if you have a peanut allergy, do not pick up strange wrappers. <laughs> the Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. 